0: Do you know that from your position, you can change a situation? Do you also know that you are the master over the created world and that you are meant to rule over everything God has made? Listen carefully to Pastor Shedon Obaje as he brings to you with simplicity and clarity the message of the new creation realities in Christ Jesus. Be blessed as you listen. Hallelujah. We're still on the faith series. And today, I want to focus on a particular dimension that the Lord brought to my awareness. Which I believe will be good for you. We understand from scriptures, second Corinthians chapter five and verse seven, that faith is a walk. It's more than an act that is done once in a while. It's a walk, meaning it's the life we live, as we have it in Romans chapter one and verse seventeen. It says the just shall live or walk by faith. So it's a walk. And in a walk, you understand that the steps you take are important because if you put all your steps together, they amalgamate or culminate in a walk. So a walk is a series of steps in the direction of purpose. It is different from a stroll. You could go and just while away time, maybe you're feeling bored at home and just take a stroll. That simply means you're not going somewhere per se. We just want to take a stroll and flex your muscles But a walk is not like that. You start a walk with an end in view. There is a specific end in view. So You see the end from the beginning and then you take the first step and take the second and the third and on and on towards that end. Little one that the Bible calls Jesus, our dear Lord and Savior, the author and finisher of our faith. He authored it to finish it. That means our faith begins at a particular point when we Believe that he is the Lord of our lives and believe that God raised him from the dead and confess him as Lord of our lives. The journey of faith begins at that point, but it does not end there because it's a walk. It cannot end there because it's a walk, it's a walk of faith. The Bible says the just shall live by faith. For we walk By faith and not by sight. So it tells us that a walk always leads you somewhere. True? Yeah. Therefore, in our walk of faith, it is important that we take the right steps. Let's not say the right steps. That means we must be intentional and deliberate when it comes to our actions. That means our actions must be stimulated by the Word of God. So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Romans chapter 10 and verse 17. So in our walk of faith, it is actually acting on the Word of God daily. Are we together? Is living by the Word. Matthew 4 and verse 4 tells us, it says, as it is written, Jesus answered and said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. So, in our walk of faith, we don't act at will without a revelation of God's word. Are we together? We don't, because it's a walk of faith that comes by hearing God's word and responds to the same word by acting upon it. So, the word comes... Are we together, the word comes, the word, we act on it, we act on it, we act on it. It's a walk. So that means every step of the way, we live by the word. We live by the word of God. That means total dependence on the word. And God hasn't hidden his will from us. He has given us his will in 66 books of the Bible, from Genesis to Revelation. And so, we have the written word to live by. Can someone say amen to that? And we have a helper in the person of the Holy Spirit who is the one who brings the revelation of God's word to us and energizes us and helps us to live by faith, acting on the word. He will not lead us contrary to the word of God. He will not and he cannot Because himself and the word are one. So the spirit of God leads us a step at a time, acting on the word, taking a walk of faith towards that place, that destiny, that inheritance that God has prepared for us. Can someone say amen to that? So it is important that you live by faith daily. You know, when we say, it is good for you to meditate on the Word of God daily. It's not like we're trying to stereotype your life to just one thing. Why should I do this all the time? It's a walk. It's a walk. So you have to keep taking steps of faith daily, or else it's not a walk. But we know it's a walk of faith, so it has to be, you know, a conglomerate of um, specific steps of faith in the direction of God's plan for our lives. Can someone say amen to that? So it's a walk. So you meditate on the word of God daily. Why? Because the just shall live by faith that comes by the word of God. Faith is not something that you can pull out of you in the strength of the flesh. Faith is ministered to you by the word of God acting and functioning in your spirit. Are we together? When you let the word of God function in your spirit, faith will come out of you. That means the actions that you will do or take will be born out of faith because they are inspired by the Word of God. And that's why you must load up your spirit, your heart, with God's Word. It's important. Little wonder God spoke to Joshua and said to him. In Acts of the Apostles, I mean, in Joshua chapter 1 and verse 8, he says, this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but thou shalt meditate upon it how often? Day and night. Did you see that? Day and night, day and night, day and night. All right? Every time it's a new day, all right, there must be day and night. So what God was saying in, in essence is this, do it daily. Do it daily. Shall not depart out of thy mouth. But thou shalt meditate upon it day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. It says, Then thou shalt make thy way prosperous. You will make your way prosperous. That means the making of your way in prosperity is a function of the word of God in your spirit. It depends on it. It depends on it. It does. It does. It does. So we don't try to believe God. We do believe God because of the energy of God's word at work in our spirit. So that's why it's important to stay on the word daily. For example, we have the leverage, a daily devo- devotional that can help you um, keep that flow. You can study from the leverage daily and then you move into your Bible and expound on it. But well, it helps you to regularize that flow because the just shall live by... Come on, talk to me. The just shall live by faith. We we'll live by faith. And then we also have um, Sphere of Grace, um, daily video uh, broadcast. You can see the video daily and receive God's word, the rhema of God in your spirit and you're energized. And then you get to your Bible and expound on it. Are we together? It's important. It's very important. Because, you see, to keep taking the steps, the required steps, towards the fulfillment of our destiny, we must be intentional. We must be very deliberate. Praise the Lord. It's very important. You must be very, very deliberate. You say to yourself... I'm acting on God's word today. I'm living by the word of God today. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Father, for your word is working in me. Receive that word and say thank you. The word of God is working in me. Is modeling my thoughts. Is renewing my mind. Is helping me to make the right decisions. It's helping me to go the right way. The word of God is working in me. Glory to God. Uh huh. And that's, that's, that's how it works. Now having provided that background, let me now say what you must hear. Luke chapter 12 and verse 54. And he said also to the people, "When ye see a cloud rise out of the west, straightway ye say, they commit a shower." And it is so. When you see just 50, 54 is enough. Go back to it. When you see a cloud, let's not say a cloud. When you see a cloud over you rise out of the west, it is inevitably predictable to know that there's going to be rain. It says when you see a cloud Rise out of the west, straight where you say, there cometh a shower, and so it is. So it is. Now come to Ecclesiastes chapter 11 and verse 3 very quickly. He says, if the clouds, let's not say clouds, if the clouds be full of rain, they empty themselves upon the earth. And if the tree fall toward the south, or toward the north, in the place where the tree falleth, there it shall be. Does that make sense? Of course. If it falleth, it will be there. If the cloud be full of rain, it will empty itself upon the earth. Amen? Are we together? It will empty itself upon the earth. Proverbs chapter 4, very quickly. And let's look at verse 20. It says, My son... Attend to my heart, my words, incline thine ear unto my sayings; Let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine heart, for they are life unto them, or those that find them, and health to all their flesh. Verse 23, he says, Keep, O oh God, thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Amen. Can we look at... Um, This verse 23 in the NIV, NIV version or amplified, all right? It says, above all else, let's want to say above all else. In other words, more importantly, is that not what it means? More importantly, guard your heart for it is the wellspring, let's want to say wellspring, wellspring of life. Wellspring of life, he said. Now, um, let's look at um, the Amplified Version. It says, keep and guard your heart with all vigilance and above all that you guard. For out of it flow the springs of life. The springs of life. Now, the Spirit of God spoke to me from the scriptures I just read to you. That every man in this world has a cloud over his or her life. Like we know it naturally speaking, there's a cloud over every one of us. Amen? There's a cloud over Nigeria. And then there's a cloud over the United States of America. And the clouds behave differently. True? True. Yeah, they behave differently. Why? Because the things that go into the clouds are not the same. It is important for you to know that there's a cloud over your life and over your destiny, over your family, and no one else has the right to impute anything into that cloud but you. Situations may happen to move you to do something and impute something into the cloud but I cannot sow into your cloud without your permission not even God can put anything in your cloud without your permission that's why faith is required when you act on God's word you believe God's word you permit something to be imputed into your cloud Your parents cannot impute anything into your cloud without your permission. And that's why it is important for you to know that God has given you the responsibility to sow into your cloud. The Bible says, Be not deceived, God cannot be mocked. Whatsoever a man sows, the same is going to reap. It is important for you to know that there's a cloud over your life, and every day you are sowing seeds into that cloud whether you know it or not. And that's why it's very important to be intentional about life or with life. Praise the Lord. What are the seeds that we sow into our cloud? We sow seeds of thoughts. Let's not say thoughts. Say it again. Say thoughts. We sow seeds of words. Let's not say words. All right. And then we sow seeds of actions. Let's want to say action. All right. These are the three kind of seeds we sow into our cloud. When you allow a particular thought linger for long, it becomes a seed in your cloud. It may be um, a thought of prosperity or a thought of failure. If you let it linger, all right, it will become a seed in your cloud. Because we understand from scriptures that thoughts are not natural. Thoughts are spiritual. Thoughts are the interface between the spiritual and the physical. Thoughts can pull the spiritual into physical manifestation. Little one that the Bible tells us in Proverbs 23 and verse 7, He says, as he thinks in his heart, so is he. So you must make sure that your thoughts are modeled and guarded by the word of God. You must make sure that your thoughts emanate from God's word so that you can sow that eternal and incorruptible seed into your cloud. Because when that cloud is full, it will empty itself upon the earth. When a tree falls, either to the north or to the south, there it will be. When it falls, it will be there. That means it will be seen that it has fallen, it's there. So it's important for you to know, as God's child, that you don't play with your thoughts. These are deliberate things that we do in our walk with God. Don't let anybody mess around with your thoughts, don't let the devil mess around with your thoughts. Don't accommodate negative thoughts because, you see, it's a seed that you're sowing into your cloud. It's important. Look up Philippians chapter 4 very quickly. If you start the reading from verse 6 and read into verse 8, it says, Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. It says, Be careful for nothing. In other words, don't allow thoughts of anxiety linger on your mind. Instead of, you know, getting into anxiety, the Bible says to pray. To pray. It's not, the Bible doesn't say, don't be worried. Don't be anxious. Full stop. Mm -mm. It says, be anxious for nothing, but in all things. Contrary to that, instead of that, get involved in something. It says prayer. Commit it to God in prayer. Refuse to let thoughts of anxiety get into your cloud. Because when it is full, it will empty itself upon you. And you become a depressed person. You're never happy. And you wonder, you're wondering why. Why am I never happy? What is happening? All right? But there's something in your cloud that is dropping upon your life. Which you should not have allowed. Because the spiritual things are real spiritual things are very real <laughs> so he says be careful for nothing read on verse 7 quickly he says and the peace of god which passeth all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through christ jesus that means instead of you know getting worried or getting into anxiety you commit that need to god in prayer and believe that he's taking it up because is faithful and he loves you and then he says god responds to your prayer by sending his peace his peace that is beyond natural understanding it surpasses natural understanding that means right in the midst of that need physically speaking you are composed it surpasses natural understanding before you see the answer manifest, physically speaking, you know God has answered your prayer and you are confident that he has done it. And so you, you are composed. It surpasses natural understanding. It says it will keep, and that translation says it will mount God over your heart and mind through Christ Jesus. It will keep your heart in peace. Thou will keep him in shalom, shalom, whose mind he stayed on thee. For he trusts in thee. Praise the Lord. Go to verse 8 very quickly. It says, finally, brethren. Let's not say finally. Finally. All right. Ultimately, having said many things, you mustn't miss this. In summary, (laughs) brethren, you know, if a lecturer has been taking you a couple of topics in a particular course, and then he says the last class will be the summary, you don't want to miss that class. Because, you know, a lot of things will be said. He will just summarize everything and, you know, give you shortcuts to the answer. So, a white student, you don't miss that class for anything. He says, finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, And if there be any praise, he says what? Think on these things. Think on them. Think on them. Now, go back to the beginning of verse 8. Look at it. Let's count. Whatsoever things are what? True. Now, someone says, well, somebody did me wrong. Is that not true? And I I thought about it. it. It was true that the person did me wrong. All right? There's only one truth in the Bible. John chapter 17 and verse 17. Sanctify them by thy, thy word is, the word of God alone is true. Whatever things are true, whatever things are honest, whatever things are just, we don't have time to dig into all that, whatever things are pure, Whatsoever things are lovely, lovely things. That means when the ears hear them, they are lovely to the ears. They do not contaminate or pollute your ears. Whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, let's not say good report. Don't forget, the Bible tells us through faith or by faith, the elders obtained what? A good report. So that means it's a report that comes by faith, not doubt. Good report. That will make people believe God. Not doubt God. Whatever things are lovely. Whatever things are of good report. If there be any virtue. And if there be any praise. And thanksgiving. Or if it be something that is praiseworthy. It says think on these things. Think on these things. Look at the next verse. Verse 9. Those things which ye have Both learned and received and heard, and sin in me do. And the God of peace shall be with you. Amen. Now, hear this. In verse 6, he talks about the peace of God. Let's not say the peace of God. Here he's talking about the God of peace. (laughs) That means by living by the word, by faith, trusting God and acting on his word, that peace is permanent. My peace I give unto you. Not as the word giveth, give I unto thee. So you see, it says, and the God of peace be with you. Praise God. Did you see that? So your thoughts are important. Your thoughts are important. Don't take your thoughts for granted. Don't think less of yourself. It is not humility. Hello? You ought not to think more highly of yourself as you ought to. But the Bible does not say we should think less of ourselves. I'm useless, I'm good for nothing, and all that. That's not humility. You may call it what it is, whatever, all right, but it's not humility. Believe the best of yourself. Why? You were made in the image of God. You are made in the image of God, you are God's image. Hello? Uh Uh-huh. Can you think less of God? Come on. Why should you think less of the image of God? Don't think less of yourself. Don't belittle your potentials. Don't belittle the things that God has put in you. No. No. Have great thoughts about yourself. In line with your calling in line with God's word for you, in line with God's will for you, think good things. Engage your mind. Use the power of your imagination. All right? Because, you see, whatever you have imagined to do in your heart, nothing can stop you from doing it. Praise God. Remember that account in Genesis 11? Because of time, I'm cutting a lot of things short. But listen to this very carefully. Your your thoughts will determine your imagination. And the images that you can see on the inside, that's what reality will come into. Your, your imagination are molds, formwork. You know what formwork is? Molds. And that's why your thoughts are very important. God taught me this, and I'm going to pray a prayer for us I'm telling you, write today's date down. Today is 20, 22nd of uh, May. It's a new dawn for you. Yeah. That's why, you see, it is important with the faith of God's people, all right, we can speak words into their cloud, and there's no devil that can stop it. It will happen. Because when it's God's word, when the clouds are full of rain, they will not stay there forever. No. They empty themselves upon the earth when the clouds are full. Your thoughts. What's your thoughts? Never because of the failure of the past begin to program yourself to fail again. It happened to you Alright? But you were not the one that happened. Hello? Uh-huh? You are not a failure. That's what I'm saying. Failure is not a person in Christ. Failure is a circumstance. Hello? Lift up your right hand. Say, it. I'm, not I'm not a failure. I am a success. Am a success. Now, you see, think that's why one of the one of the vital um forces that helps us to to impute good things and good things into the cloud of ours is the word of god say the word of god when you meditate on god's word it will cause you the word of god will cause you inspire you energize you to think thoughts that appear Let me move into the next one. Words. Let's answer words. Words. You understand? Words are supernatural. They are not physical. God spoke this earth into existence. And it tells you how powerful words are. Words can take the substance of spiritual realities and cause them to come into physical manifestation. The word of God is so powerful. And because God made man in his image, the words of man are powerful as well. Your words are not ordinary. Of all the creatures of God, all right, it's only man that can actually speak at will. Of course, you know, animals can't speak, so we're not in that class. Angels can speak, but they don't speak at will. They must be commanded. There's no angel that talks around, pa, 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 pa. they must be commanded. The angels of God, the Bible says, they excel in strength. They do his commandment, hearkening to the voice of his word. But God gave man the free will to choose his words carefully and be constructive with his words. That means you can carefully choose your words to construct something in your life by an act of deliberate intention. Permit me to use those words. Praise God. Are we together? Uh Uh-huh. So you see, you must choose your words carefully because your words are not ordinary. Your words are not ordinary. The Bible tells us in Proverbs chapter 18, We start reading from verse 21, Proverbs 18 and verse 21. It says, death and life are where in the power of the tongue. What's the power of the tongue? Not how big the tongue is. It's not the size of the tongue. The power of the tongue is in the words that the tongue speaks. So we can read it this way. Death and life are in the words that we speak. True. And they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. That means they will consume the fruits thereof. Never say, I am finished. Say, it is what? Finished. Never say, I'm done for. Say, it is done. Never say, I am helpless. Sometimes we say, well, do you mean all the jokes will crack will happen? <laughs> Keep cracking the wrong jokes. In no time, you will know they will happen. You don't need to you don't need to you don't need anybody you will know if you're observant enough and desiring enough you'll see they will happen it's important you know that you don't crack silly jokes with your sensitive destiny uh, your destiny is sensitive you say i'm helpless i don't know where i can get money from ah money is so hard to get nowadays for everybody that means including you. Excluding me. <laughs> I'm not part of that. Amen. Why? Because, you see, we know there's something happening in the economy. We are praying for Nigeria. We love our nation. Hallelujah. And we are one with our brethren, you know, we are starting um, a mission in church very soon. It's called Food Bank. Amen. We bring food and gather food in church, and then we go out there, people who don't have food to eat, we minister to them. We've been doing that on a small scale in church, but we want to take it higher. Glory to God. So we understand that. But listen very carefully. What is happening around you does not need to happen to you. Why? Your case is different. You must come to the point that you know that through... The instrument of God's word that has been given to us, we can ch- chart our course in life. Are we together and walk in the path of victory? Let me show you one scripture very quickly in Second Corinthians chapter two and verse fourteen. All right, Second Corinthians two and verse fourteen. He said, "Now thanks be unto God, which always come on. What is always?" Causes us to triumph in Christ. Are you in Christ? He says all the time he causes you to triumph and make it manifest the savor of his knowledge by us in what every place. In Elifa alone? No. In Lagos, in the United Every place. And 2 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 20. So learn to say the right things. If someone says all oh, this confession, what's the confession? And I'm, those things don't work. All right. Don't grow old to be 65 or 70. Now realize, mm, children, children. I have learned a vital lesson in life. Your words count. Your grandchild will tell you, Daddy, I learned that at Sunday school. Our teacher told us in Proverbs 18, numbers 21 that death and life are where. <laughs> and gran- grandpa is in like, hey, eh? I should have learned these truths on the school. It's not going to be a discovery for you at 70 to learn that words count. Learn it now. Make the most of it. Can someone say amen to that? Yeah. For all the promises, come on, all, say all. All the promises of God in him, in Christ Jesus, are what? Yea! And in him, what? Amen! Unto the glory of God. Listen, if the Bible had ended this way, unto the glory of God, full stop. Alright? It still would have made sense. But it says by us. That means we'll cause it to happen. Faith. Let's not say faith. Faith. Say the right things. By us, they are yea and amen. By us. Not without us. In your life, it will be by you in that sense. Say the right thing. Be be deliberate. Look, you are feeding your cloud here. You are feeding your cloud with something. Make sure the wrong things are not getting into your cloud. Wrong thoughts. Don't be bitter against anybody. Don't do that. You see, bitterness will first affect you. Before it affects the person you are bitter against. Unforgiveness will first and foremost devastate you before it affects the person you're walking in unforgiveness to you know with. Why? A cold water pipe will feel the temperature of the pipe first before the end user. True? (laughs) What about a hot water pipe? So you see it is important don't let those imputes come into forgive. When the Bible says forgive, uh, the word of God is the wisdom of God. It's wise. It is wise to forgive. You just let go. Let go. It's a conscious thing. Don't let bitterness in any way. You see, don't be bitter against anybody. It's affecting you. You may think that, see what this person has done, you know, God will punish him. No. God does not respond to bitterness. He responds to his love for people and faith that you know they have towards him. God does not respond to bitterness. And then you wonder God is going to punish him. God is going to punish him. And he's prospering. She's prospering. They are doing fine. And then he says has God not punished them? <laughs> is God still in heaven? All right. God does not respond to that, beloved. He's a good God. You can't condition God to your bitterness. This is God, not gold. Speak the right words. Impute those things into your cloud. And lastly, actions. Amen? We know we don't have enough time, but at least, are you picking something? Uh, And lastly, we're still talking about faith. This is faith. This is how faith happens. It's a deliberate thing. It's a walk. When it comes to actions, the things we do are very important. Why? Because they register in two realms. Actions are actually products of something. For example, speaking is a product of something. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth what speaketh. Now, when a man envisages or contemplates a thing again and again and again, all right, it becomes a picture in the mind and undoubtedly, there will be actions in line with those things that have been preempted or contemplated. And the actions actually um, are both spiritual and physical. They are seen in the physical, they are felt in the physical, but they have their root in the spirit. Are we together? And so it is important what you do. It is important what you do. Tell your number, it is important what you do. Don't say, well, it's not important. I can do anything. It's my life. All right? There is no solitary life. There is no life that is independent of other lives. True? When you act, you act towards someone or with someone or by someone or around someone. So your actions... All right, do not only affect you as a person. There are people as well who will be affected by your actions. And that's why it's important, you know, you act right because your actions are actually a seed that, you know, is going into your cloud, the cloud over your life. Amen. Now, read the Bible from Psalm 1, for example. I'll give you just two scriptures because of time. Psalm 1, it says, blessed is the man that what? What? Walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. Is that an action? Yeah. Nor standeth where in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, right? But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law doth he meditate how often? Day and night. Verse 3. And he shall be. Do you see that? How that his actions of faith in line with God's word has brought him into a place of fruitfulness. Are we together? He is a blessed man and he is acting out the blessing. And by that action, there is an opening of the blessing. For the blessing rather. There is an opening for the blessing to manifest itself. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in a season. His leaf also shall not wither. And whatsoever he doeth shall... Whatsoever he doeth, whatsoever he, what? he does, whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Now, look at the opposite of that. Verse 4, the ungodly are not so, but are like the shaft which the wind driveth away Verse 5, therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. It says, for the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. So you see, it's good to have a way of life. The way of the ungodly. The way of the righteous. There is a way to live. And the way has taught us the right way to live. Has given us a way. Has given us an understanding. Praise the Lord. You see that? Now Let me read you one more scripture because of our time. Turn with me very quickly to uh, James chapter 1. We we'll start the reading from verse twenty. He says, um, "Is that James chapter one? Okay, let's start from verse twenty-two, please. Thank you. But be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. Did you see that? For if any man be a hearer of the word, and not a doer, he is like unto a man beholding his natural face, where in a glass, in a mirror." For he beholded himself and goeth his way, and straightway forgetted what man of man he was. But whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty, and what? Continues therein. Did you see that? He, he being he be not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work. It says, this man shall be blessed in his deed. He shall be blessed indeed in his deed. Are we together? Uh-huh. There are a couple of other scriptures, but I believe you've gotten the message. Now we've come to a critical point. Peradventure, peradventure, you have sown negative seeds into your cloud, and you know it yourself. There is a remedy. The blood of Jesus Christ was shed for you, and that blood can deactivate Every and any active and ugly action or thought or words, it can deactivate it. Do you know how antivirus or antiviruses work? All right. That means they, they corrupt that program or negative thing or virus as the case may be, such that it cannot function anymore. Are we together? The blood of Jesus Christ is the power of eternal life that has been released to remedy the consequences of sin. And that blood was shed for you. So you can say, Oh, Father. I thank you for your grace and your mercy and today I thank you for the blood of Jesus that has been shed for me in the name of Jesus Christ because, let's not say because, you know it's by faith, you activate the provisions of God by faith because the blood of Jesus has been shed for me, I therefore in the name of Jesus deactivate every negative seed that I've sown into my cloud. And from henceforth, in the name of Jesus, I receive grace to sow the right seeds into my cloud. Amen? Praise God. It works. Now, let me tell you something. That cloud, whatever it is, whatever it contains, my assurance is this God sent me to you. I tell you, I'm not sharing this word, you know just to let you have a revelation. I'm not, I'm not interested in all that. Just give people revelation and then people are just, you know, revelation that applies to your life and gives your life a meaning. That's what I want to share, and that's what I share. Glory to God. Now, hear this. The Lord sent me to you to tell you that this morning, every wrong program or software that has been running in your cloud, the Lord said to say to you today, today, this very day, that by virtue of the blood of Jesus that has been shed for you, it is deactivated. Yeah. Now, when your parents speak negative words against you, all right, do you know in the actual sense of it, they don't affect you until you start meditating on them and acting out those words? True? True. It takes you to sow into your cloud. It takes your parents to sow into their own. It takes your pastor and you, by the permission, your own permission, in faith, to let your pastor speak into your cloud. And that's why if you don't receive the ministry of your pastor, Every you is speaking is just flying over your head. It can' happen. And there's something about pastoral grace and authority. It's so strong. It is let me tell you something. Do you, have you been to a place where you just had free Wi-Fi? You didn't have to buy Data bundle or data, free Wi-Fi? You know what I mean? You're just there, and then there's free Wi-Fi, and you're just ah, free Wi-Fi <laughs> And you are downloading things fast before you leave that place. That's how church is. There's free Wi-Fi. Or it's, it's with energized power and anointing. Pam, pam. Your cloud can be loaded in no time. When you receive the ministry of your pastor, it's wisdom. Boop, 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 boop. Your cloud is loaded and brrr, you see people start sharing testimonies. Things are happening very fast. Because you've permitted the man to speak into your life. This one at Bible to submit to those who have the rule over you. Because if you don't do it, they will not be able to do their ministry in your life. And it says, in your own interest, do it for your good. Praise God. Now, stand to your feet. First, you will worship God for the blood of Jesus. What a beautiful privilege. The blood has been shed for us. Amen. Lift up your hands and worship him and give him thanks. Thank God for the blood of Jesus Christ. Lift your hands and give him thanks. Thank him for the blood. 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 For the blood. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, let me, let me quickly say this. The word of the Lord just came to me. All right. The blood of Jesus Christ was not only relevant at salvation. You have to understand that, That okay, well, at salvation, the blood cleansed us. And then by the word of God, we were recreated. The Bible calls it, it didn't say, we have come to the blood that has sprinkled. It says we have come to what? The blood of what? It's a fountain that never ceases. So you see, the, the activity and the functioning of the blood is not a one-off thing. And then again it says, if we walk in the light as it is in the light, he says the blood of Jesus cleanses. He didn't say it has cleansed alone. Yes, it has. It's, it cleanses. So the activity of the blood and the functioning of the blood was not limited to Calvary alone. It is functioning in Christ. In Christ. So maybe your theology couldn't take what I was saying before. I just, the Spirit of God just spoke to me. Tell them, I sent you. I'm talking to you as someone sent. I didn't come this morning to, to say, let's just minister something. I was sent to you. Because a new dawn has begun in your life. Yeah. hallelujah I said a new dawn has begun in your life now lift up your two hands for the next one minute give thanks for the blood of sprinkling the blood of sprinkling the blood of sprinkling the blood of sprinkling that speaketh not used to speak or spoke speaketh better things than the blood of Abel Go ahead and give him thanks for the blood of sprinkling. Go ahead and give him thanks right now. Go ahead and bless the name of the Lord. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. In Jesus' mighty name, we have given thanks. Now, Can we do this together? Do you permit me? Alright, lift up your right hand. I'll lift up mine too. We agree together. In faith, I stand as one saint of God. And I speak right now by the power and the authority back of the name of Jesus and by the power and the authority of the Holy Spirit because the blood of Jesus has been shed for you. Every negative thing in ignorance that has been programmed into your cloud. we We deactivate them right now. We deactivate them right now. We deactivate them right now. hear this, even if your parents had made mistakes the mistakes they made were their mistakes not yours don't respond to them anymore, I declare right now from this day henceforth happenings of the order of favor begin to take place in your life (laughs) happenings of the order of the glory of God begin to take place in your life you are blessed you are prosperous you are blessed hear me everyone that is listening to this message right now or will yet hear it via tapes or is listening by the internet thus saith the Lord from this day henceforth your life is a perfect reflection of the glory of God it is done amen. it is done amen. it is done amen. in Jesus name amen. say a big amen, amen. rejoice in the Lord hallelujah glory to Jesus thank God for the blood thank God for the blood of Jesus Glory to Jesus forevermore. Amen. We know you've been blessed by this message. For further information and details on how to be a partner, please contact Shegul Badger Teaching Ministries on 234 7066 or 234 Stay blessed.